This is a podcast for spiritual downloads, star seeds, light workers, and authenticity. Spiritual awareness is advised. Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. Let's all join with a deep breath in and a deep breath out. One more time. Breathe it in through the nose and out through the mouth. Let's try that again. Breathe it in. Breathe it out. All right. So it's a lot of energy going on. So don't fret. No fear. You're not crazy. It's just you're living in post-apocalyptic times. That's all. Nothing to fear. It's okay. (laughs) No worries. No, but seriously, it is a lot of energy going on right now. We just had a full moon, which brings out the best and worst of everything. And so let's ground into this energy because this is also a great time to release what's no longer serving and to manifest what will be serving. So I've listed a few references in the recommendation uh, box there, the description, if you want to check out more about this full moon. And if you're not even aware of the full moon and you're like, wait, there was a full moon? Yes, there was. But don't worry, it's still going to affect us until the next full moon. So you're not behind if you're just now catching this. Or if you're not catching this in real time, you can still benefit from knowing what was happening during this time because time doesn't exist. Everything all happens at once. So to understand more about that and understand more about ourselves, it's important to gain the knowledge, the wisdom, the insight, the overstanding, understanding from everything that exists because everything is connected, including our fears, which we'll get into in a moment. So before we all get all scared, let's all just breathe it in, breathe it out. Let's release all anxieties, all fear, all worries, all doubt, all skepticism. Let's just let's just leave it right here on this episode. Let's just leave that behind. We don't need to carry that anymore. It hasn't served us up to this point and it will not serve us going forward. So with that, if you are just now joining, I want to thank you for being here. Please continue to share these messages. Um, If you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. As mentioned previously, I've gone back to previous episodes that were not having a visual component with them, and I've added uh, videos as well to those. So if you would prefer to see this or hear this via YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe, hit that bell notification so you can be aware when these episodes come out. Um, additionally, if you are a podcaster, YouTuber, any type of mediumship or platform that you have that you would like to have me either on your platform or you would like to be on my platform, please reach out. I'm always interested in collaborating and the more we can discuss with each other, we can actually build that bridge because again, fear is an illusion and fear drives the separation programming that we have. So please don't think that you cannot reach out and want to collaborate regardless of who you are, what you're doing. doesn't matter if you've been in the game of podcasting or uh, visual public speaking or whatever for years or just one day. It matters not. Please reach out. Let's get this. Let's continue to build this empire that I'm building from the ground up. And if you want to be a part of that, work with me and not for me, please join the empire by reaching out and telling me what craft you have that you would like to contribute to this new earth that we are all bringing in. Because there's a lot of fear in this old earth 
in this sixth extension. There, there's a lot going on, and we'll get to all of that here momentarily. And if you are just a person who enjoys listening and you want to give back, donations are always appreciated, especially during this crucial time right now. Donations are so appreciated, so you can do that via the donation link, either the Cash App donation or the other link as well, listed in the description. And perhaps you just want to give back in other ways. You can always write a review, um, particularly for the Apple Podcast listeners, you can write a review. I've also started a new thing on Spotify where it's a Q&A. So if you want to engage through the Q&A section, if you're a Spotify listener, please engage through that as well. And maybe neither of those things resonate for you, but maybe you have a topic that you want to hear covered on this show. So you can submit your topic requests. Hit me up on social media at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram. Find me on most of the social media platforms. You can reach out via email, via text, via any of those things. And um, let me know what you want to hear. Definitely going to be getting into some uh, topics later on this season. And as my way to give back to you all, I do provide donation-based counseling. So if you've never done counseling before, this is a way to get understanding of who you are. This is not me telling you what to do or giving you life advice. This is actually me showing you that you have everything you already need within you. So if that's something that you want to do, it can be scary at first, can be a lot of resistance to doing it. You're going to push through a lot of apprehensive feelings, but I tell you, it's well worth it. On the other side of fear, there is freedom. There is true happiness on the other side of fear. So I would encourage you to reach out to help to either myself or to someone else. In addition to my team on the Full Circle Counseling, um, I also do provide dream interpretations as well. So if you're having a lot of vivid dreams, astral projection, um, anything of the nature, and you're just like, what is going on? And you're unlocking all these different spiritual gifts that you have, and no one seems to understand you. Trust me, I, I definitely understand. I haven't walked your journey, but I've walked my own, and I definitely get it. So you're not alone in this. And I want to be here to support you all in any way I can. In addition to that, my co co-worker, if you will, my business partner, Sada, is also the Reiki healer. She provides Reiki healing. So if you're not familiar with Reiki healing, it's balancing out your energy. And with this full moon and with all these past karmic lessons and all this past energy coming up to the surface, Reiki healing can really clear your your energy, your aura, help um, just revitalize you. So if you need Reiki healing, I would encourage you, especially if you've shown up to this episode, dealing with fears. Fears can be so ingrained subconsciously that we don't realize we're operating on old faulty systems and old programmings. And fears don't just go away. That's why you can have those same fears that you had as a child now. They don't just go away. So to help clear those fears, I would recommend booking a session for the Reiki healing and also the cardinal healing. We're working with the elements, the minerals, the crystals can help clear your energy field so that you're not under so much spiritual attack, so that you're not under so much um, just feeling depressed or anxious. Now, don't quote me. I don't know necessarily if that helps with that, but from my experience, it definitely helps ground my energy when I've had this healing. So she's been in the game for 15 years or more. So I would recommend booking your sessions for that as well. 
Um, let me see. Is there anything else I want to say about that? Yes, the merchandise store. Merch store. <laughs> get your merchandise. Okay, please get your merchandise. If you want to be a part of the team to build the, um, the merchandise store and you have a gifting in that area, that's not necessarily my strong suit, but guess what? I'm going to do it anyway because the more we practice conquering our fears and getting better at the things that were not necessarily natural to us, doesn't mean we're going to be an expert at it, but it does mean we can improve. So if you are interested in that, please jump on that. But what I am more of an expert on is music. So if you want music lessons, audio production, um, again, any instrumental that you hear is for sale. So the background music you just heard is for sale as well. Um, the intro music all for sale, starting at very low prices, okay? So you're not going to go broke doing this. You're not going to break the bank on this. Um, but if that's something that interests you, if you want to learn how to play a new instrument, or if you want to get back into playing an instrument, and you just feel like, I just want to learn from somebody outside of myself, then please, the music website is linked below as well. All right, so... Jumping right in to F-E-A-R. Does anybody know what that spells? Now, you might think it spells fear, but it's actually an acronym. The most two popular acronyms I hear it used for, used as, I should say, is false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. So that would mean that it is not real. That would mean that it is not true as well. So when we're dealing with fear, there are many types of fears. There are many forms of fear, um, which makes me think about uh, this album called 1,000 Forms of Fear by Sia. Now, I'm going to talk about two of them, two forms of fear that I've broken down into little, little subcategories. But there are probably more than 1,000 forms of fear, and I'm going to probably listen to that album after this. <laughs> Maybe you should too. I encourage you to. Come on. But the other acronym for fear, our F-E-A-R, is face everything and rise. Face everything and rise. You can face everything and rise or you can face everything and run, <laughs> which isn't really the same thing as facing everything. It's one form of facing it by running from it, which is valid as well. So when we talk about fear, in my opinion, there are two examples, or two primary examples of fear. There are many forms of fear. One fear is primal fear. Fear is a good thing. Our ancestors needed fear to keep themselves alive, to survive, for us to be here right now. We wouldn't be here if they didn't have that fear program in their reptilian brain. Now, the thing about fear is it doesn't evolve. So we still have those same fears in our reptilian brain because we haven't evolved yet either. And so what fear can do, primary function of fear is safety, but it's also control. So because humans haven't advanced yet to realize that we have everything we need, we're too afraid to believe in ourselves to realize we don't need to find a fountain of youth because we are the fountain of youth. <laughs> so instead we try to control by trying to find some outside force that can help us rejuvenate our youth Instead of realizing if we actually opened our gifts within ourselves, we would realize how infinite we are, you know? So people 
who look young, who are older, they understand that. They understand that health is wealth. They understand that there's nothing to fear but fear itself. But to the reptilian brain, we have an understanding that there is constant fear. There's constant things to worry about, stress about, and this world isn't set up for us to believe anything else. So if you think anything other than what you've been programmed to think, guess what you run into? Fear. Again, you're afraid to even believe anything outside of what you believe. You experience a cognitive dissonance where you just feel like nothing is real. Well, that's true. Nothing is. But that dissonance, that disillusionment can usually turn us back into the things that we're afraid of. So there's one form of fear, which is primal fear. It's beneficial to help us keep ourselves alive. It also is an indicator, a compass to warn us of danger. Now, I want to make sure I say this. There is a big difference between fear and danger. Danger is real. Fear is an illusion. Now, try to not confuse the two. Because a lot of times we may think that, let me put myself in traumatic situations to prove that I'm not afraid. No, that's, that's, that's not helping. <laughs> that's not helping. Okay, so I'm not encouraging anyone to face danger or to continue to be in trauma or abusive situations this, to prove how strong you are. That's counterproductive. That's not going to help the world. That's not going to help the elevation of this world. But what will help it is to recognize our fears and to face them. So that's one example is primal fear. Um, and I actually have a movie in mind now. I've mentioned this movie before, I believe, and it's called Apocalypto. Apocalypto is based on the Mayan civilization that was conquered by other tribes. Now, I personally like this movie. It is very graphic. There are very traumatic things that happen. Um, it is, uh, if you don't like gory stuff or if you are having any type of aversion to that I would recommend maybe holding off on watching that personally for me I find it empowering to watch it so I enjoy it but it is gruesome there is a lot of traumatic things that happen but it is about how fear destroyed a tribe and how fear can spread to other tribes and I feel like that's a really great movie um, again if you maybe are okay with watching gory scenes, but perhaps you don't like foreign films. You know, this, this movie is done in the primary language, the native tongue of that civilization. So if you don't, if you're not someone who likes to read subtitles, or if there is an impairment that limits you from reading subtitles, then perhaps that might not be the best movie option for you as well. But again, that's called Apocalypto, one of, one of my favorite Mel Gibson directed movies. But anyway, um, very graphic, very needed. <laughs> The other fear, so we have primal fears that help keep us alive from tigers and bears, oh my, but then we also have emotional fears, which is more common for the average human. Emotional fears. They may be irrational. They may be, in, in theory, you can understand, I shouldn't feel afraid of this, but I do. So please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that your fears are invalid. They are completely valid. You're never overreacting whenever you feel a fear. And anyone that tries to shame you or judge you or blame you or whatever, tell them to kick rocks, okay? That's not okay. That's not at all what I'm saying. Your fears are valid, but they are also not true. So once we can separate fiction from fact, we can move a little bit further. So um, emotional fears would be things like phobias. We have a phobia of certain animals or certain people. 
Another irrational fear would be racism. Racism is built off of fears. All the isms, racism, sexism, fill in the blank, all based out of fears. Fear breeds a lot of different things, such as hatred, control, blame, separation, um, and a host of different things that I'll get to. So uh, I have another movie in mind. I've mentioned this as well, which would be the Star, War- Star Wars trilogy, episodes one through three. It's based on the understanding and seeing how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. So this is based on Anakin Skywalker and how he turned to the dark side. Now remember, darkness does not necessarily mean evil. It just means fear. He had a fear, and unfortunately, he kind of perpetuated his fears by focusing on it, which made his worst fears come true. Now, before anyone gets freaked out and starts thinking, I don't want to manifest my fears, let's just pause and let's just remember, how many fears have you had that have not come to pass? So a lot of people can be afraid of fear, right? People can be afraid of manifesting more fear, but it's actually the fear of fear that causes more fear. (laughs) So let's just breathe it in, take a second and realize all you have to do is shift your attention. All you have to do is shift your perspective. All you have to do is focus your energy on what is happening. And again, fear can be a form of control. He wanted to control destiny or fate or whatever you want to call it. All he had to do was release and surrender his fears, and it might have had a different outcome. We don't know that. We don't see that part. I believe it would have been different, but it also wouldn't have been because that was part of his path. He needed to become Lord Vader. So there we are. (laughs) So a lot of different fears coming up, like I said, primal, which is also connected to biology. So if you are born... um, female. There is a natural biology ingrained in the female mind of fear because women are under more fear than any other culture in the world. Okay, so any other subcategory, women have an ingrained fear. And ironically, fear and love are connected. The more that you love something, the more there can be more fears that are triggered. So unfortunately, women have carried this, this energy, this energetic body of fear. As Malcolm X once said, the black woman is the most unprotected woman in America. Now, regardless of race, gender-wise, that is a biology that is programmed in every woman's subconscious. Now, again, energy is everything. So we all have feminine and masculine energy. So even if you are born biologically female, that does not mean you have to operate in fear. That does not mean you're doomed to a life of fear either. It means that you have the ability to tap into different energies because you are a portal for another dimension, because you are everything and nothing at the same time. So that does not mean every person has fear. I'm just saying genetically that has been passed on for generations through generations. On the other side, males do not have the same type of fears because women can be afraid of men, as you can see in our history. But men are also afraid of themselves. So there's a lot of different gray areas here. So I'm not saying any fear is worse than any other. Let's not get into that competitive, my trauma is worse than your trauma. Definitely not. Trauma is trauma. Matters not. So let's look at some some fears and the ways some fears play out. Because like I said, this connects 
from the primal standpoint, it connects to the reptilian mind. So you can see that the animal kingdom is still operates in fear. You know, I go outside right now, I'll walk past a tree and guess what? A little squirrel's running away. It breaks my heart to see that. But guess what? That's part of the conditioning in this realm. So understand that fear is not real, right? That, that little squirrel can't discern if I'm uh, a tiger or not, right? So it, it just automatically assumes everything is, is, is not great. So looking at some ways that fear, what fear does. Like I said, it can help us. It can be a protector. It can be our greatest advocate, but it also can be paralyzing. Fear is a paralyzing energy that can keep us stuck and stagnant, stuck in denial, stuck in doubt, insecurities, overthinking, self-sabotaging, etc., etc. And understanding what fear births, what create, what is created out of fear. And so some of those fears that can happen, as I've mentioned already, hatred, jealousy, envy, shame, perfectionism, stagnation, indecision, settling, and a whole list of many other fears that can happen. So once we understand what fear is and what fear isn't, we have to understand why we operate in a certain way. So most of the time when there's a fear, it's because there's a risk involved. There's a risk involved with everything we do in life. There's a risk if we do something, there's a risk if we don't do anything. So we have to understand what fears are we willing to conquer and what fears are we willing to allow conquer us. So when we understand what risk we're willing to take, what our standpoint is, what our energy is, doesn't mean it always is gonna be there, but where we are in this present moment, we can make decisions based off of that. I learned a long time ago that Either way, you're going to pay. You're going to pay one way or another. If you say yes to one thing, that means you're automatically saying no to another. So, for example, um, someone who has a fear of commitment, for example. If someone has a fear of commitment, they're afraid to get married because they know if they say yes to one person, they're saying no to everyone else. And that, that feeling of not having options is, is scary. That feeling of... Being tied down is scary. Now, again, love is freedom. So this whole institution of marriage is set up for control, is set up for fear. So I think that marriage, at least in my opinion, should be a choice, not this obligation of I can't be with anyone else. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, like who says all of these rules that we have made up have to exist? So those are a couple of things. And then when we trace back understanding, our fears come from our childhood. Fears are connected to our attachment styles in childhood. So common fears that we know from childhood would be abandonment, neglect, um, rejection, betrayal, exposure. Those kind of fears come up. Now... When um, those attachment styles get rattled, for example, if we have a fear of abandonment, we may abandon ourselves out of that fear of abandonment. We'd rather cause that fear to ourselves because it, again, alleviates this sense of control. If I can control or predict what kind of fear or what kind of pain I will experience, then I'm safe. That's what his message is communicating to the inner child. Then I'm safe. Um, 
So that's one. That's one of many things that we may think. That's one of many ways we may try to stay safe. Remember, fear is connected to the root chakra as well. The root chakra is about safety. It's about belonging. So again, in our primal state, back in ancient times, connection was our fundamental thing, which still is. But if you are outcast from a tribe, if you are exiled from a tribe, that fear is still ingrained in your psyche. That fear is still there, right? So if we've been having really traumatic past lives, those fears still exist. And so if our survival is based on the community, we will abandon ourselves in order to be a part of a community. So things like that happen. If we fear rejection, we'll reject other people first before they can reject us because we don't want to feel that pain. If we are afraid of betrayal, we'll betray someone first because we just are so set in our mind that this is going to happen. Let me tell you, the only things that are going to happen are the things that we believe and actually make happen. (laughs) So, you know, we kind of make our own fears come true. And again, that's not to scare anybody. It's again to bring awareness, to realize that fears are closely related to the lies we tell ourselves. Fears are closely related to the powerlessness that we feel. And if we take our power back, then we can live on the outskirts of fear. We can actually escape from the jaws of fear, (laughs) right? It's an illusion that we can break through if we learn how to. So what are some common traits of fear, some common things that happen in fear? As I've mentioned, one fear that can happen is we can settle. So as I've just said, that we need connection. We need relationships. We are relationally dependent people. So we can operate for a codependent dynamic because we're afraid to be alone. We would rather settle, some of us, settle for having someone there than to be alone because that, that again, terrifies the inner child who was neglected. That's a terrifying feeling. And so... We may opt into trauma bonds because the fear in trauma bonds is they're unsafe by nature. There's incompatibility. There's um, highs and lows that feel predictable. So trauma bonds are the most common style of relationship. So actually getting out of a trauma bond and going for something new is actually another fear because it triggers the fear of maybe I'm not good enough for an actual healthy relationship or maybe I'm too much for an actual healthy relationship, or what will people think of me if I actually pursue a healthy relationship? All these fears, you know, that come up, we have so many of them. So again, fear can be a form of control, but it's again, not true. Cause it, remember fear is false evidence appearing real. So you might have the evidence of you have everything under control, but what's the reality? The reality is, is not the case. We are co-creators with the universe at large. So control creates a false sense of security and it creates a false sense of power. Now, for many years, like I've said also, is that these institutions such as marriage, such as schools, such as religion, have used fear to control people, fear to intimidate people, fear to create a false cohesiveness, fear to create, um, what is it, conformity, Everyone must be the same because if everyone's the same, then I don't have to be afraid. If everything is the same, I'm going to assume that everyone thinks, breathes, and acts like me so that I can be safe. Because if you're different than me, then that creates a fear. 
because fear creates separation. Now, I've also said in the previous many episodes ago that blame also creates separation. But what do we usually do when we feel afraid? We blame, we lie, we steal, we cheat. We do all of these things when we feel fear. So fear is a tactic used to intimidate millions. It's a a way to manipulate people into obedience. It creates separation. It has people being victims of other people's fears. So what I mean by that is, I know for me at least, when people would tell me their fears, because I had zero boundaries as a kid, when people would tell me their fears, they would I would adopt them as my fears. I would become now, I'm afraid of X, Y, Z. <laughs> so what happens is we learn how to protect ourselves with boundaries. We learn that we don't actually have to you know, buy dangerous weapons to protect ourselves because we realize that we're fighting an invisible enemy. Oh gosh, I hated that I said that just now. Oof, okay. Anyway, (laughs) don't worry about it. Don't worry, that was just me. That was just me. So another example from a movie um, of, of fear, of facing those fears. Beautiful Disney movie. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you've seen it. It's called Finding Nemo. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it called Finding Nemo, and I'm going to try to talk about this in a way without spoiling it, but essentially it's a storyline of a helicopter parent who's really protective as his only child. Now, once you understand the backstory, this parent lost his entire family, his wife and all seven billion kids or however many kids they had. So naturally he has this fear. Now, the problem is most parents don't do shadow work before they have kids. So he didn't actually face his fears and he kind of put those fears onto little Nemo. So Nemo wants to go and explore the world. He's like, hey, I'm a fish. What you mean? I'm going to swim. And his dad is like, no, you're not. And that's what happens all across the world as parents unintentionally put their fears on other people. And so now Nemo has to be restricted and suppressed because his dad is too afraid. And so Nemo, being Nemo, is going to be bold and he's going to go out and do his own thing. (laughs) He's going to rebel. (laughs) So Nemo goes out into the big world. Long story short, um, finding Nemo really illustrates how when we don't conquer those fears, we can stay limited. We can stay stagnant and we can want other people to adopt those fears with us and join into the fear party. And later on in the middle of the show, in the movie... There's a scene, I love this scene, where they're told to go swim through the trench and not over it. Because a lot of ways that we try to get through our fears is through the back door. We try to go over it, we try to go around it, we try to hide it, we try to run from it. That's not gonna work. (laughs) You gotta swim through it. Because guess what? What happens on the movie, they don't swim through the trench because the trench looks so scary. And indeed, this shadow work is indeed scary. So please, I mean, scary in the non-literal sense. It's not dangerous, I should say. But it is is, uh, frightening to go through this shadow work. It's a lot. It's heavy lifting. I'm not going to even front. But they don't go through the trench. They go over it. All right, they attempt to. But what happens when they go over it is they meet another thing that is actually quite more dangerous than what may have been in the trench. And through that experience, um, Nemo's dad, who has his companion, Dory, 
actually gets hurt in the process. So my point is when we try to avoid fear, we actually land into another fear. So um, the thing is we have to confront the fears. So how do we confront fear? How do we heal fears? So some practical ways would be, as I mentioned, maybe you have a phobia. Maybe you have a phobia of just an example, and if I'm not trying to trigger the whole world, but if you have a phobia, say, of snakes, most people have a fear of snakes, right? If you have a phobia of snakes, ask yourself, what can I appreciate about this creature? Ask yourself, what am I really afraid of this creature? Am I afraid it's going to bite me? Am I afraid it's, it's gross? It's weird? It looks ugly? What, what, is, what is the real fear? And then how do you feel that way about yourself as well? Understand, show up with compassion and love to the things that you fear. Understand that that creature is needed. So um, when I was younger, I had a fear of bees. I was like, I don't want to get stung. I never have been stung, you know, but I had to conquer that fear that even if I were stung, I was still going to stand up tall. So even if my worst fears came to pass, I would still be okay. And that's what I had to learn through conquering these fears. And so um, understanding like what is really the fear. And once you pinpoint that, then you can operate from that angle and understand that. Another example would be um, like, say, for example, you have a fear of public speaking. Say you have a fear of public speaking and you're like, you know, I, I don't like the public speak. I'm afraid of this, etc. Take little small steps to conquer that fear. So if you have a fear of public speaking, I'm not saying go, you know, talk at a seminar. I'm just saying take some baby steps, like maybe taking a course, maybe reading a book on public speaking, maybe going back into your mental mind and see where did that fear come from? Is that even your fear? Did you adopt that from somebody else? When did that happen? What changed? What transmitted? Because children are fearless. They're fearless. They're going, doing whatever. It's only until we get conditioned in this world that we understand what fear is. But once we realize that there's nothing to fear except fear itself, we can actually release that. So when we have these subtle fears, we have to understand what caused us to have these fears and be brave enough to go back to those painful moments and re-narrate the story to change the outcome. To not be a victim of circumstance, but to be a survivor of what we've gone through. And it doesn't mean it's okay. It doesn't mean it was acceptable or that we deserved it. It just means it has no power over you. It has no power over you. Because fear, only thing fear is, is what we believe in. The power of belief is the strongest thing. You know, when we're children, when we're about, you know, however old, when we do adopt the fears, what are we afraid of? We're afraid of the dark. We're afraid of the boogeyman, we're afraid of some monster. So when did we stop believing in those that took away the power? That, that is where our true power is, is what we believe in. So if you are able to not be afraid of the boogeyman, for example, then you also have the power to not be afraid of the things that you still feel plague you now. It's not going to be an easy journey, and that's why I'm here to help all those who would like the help just reach out. I'm here to help. And so are many others. So it doesn't have to be through me. Definitely not. It could be anybody. But really understanding, identifying your fears, facing those fears, getting really honest about those fears, and diving into the depths of those fears. 
diving into the depths of those fears. So, um, yeah, I think that fears are beneficial to have. We all have them. We all have them, such as, you know, as I said, I mean, the fear of missing out is a real fear. That's, that's, those are real things that we can feel. The feeling is real, but the fear itself is not. Because you can never miss out on what's for you. So once we can find a way to talk to our fears, to combat those fears, so that they're not talking us through life and they're not controlling us, we can actually be free and liberated from our fears. So just keep in mind that fear is not your friend, but it's also not your enemy. Fear has a purpose. Its basic purpose is to keep us safe. It's a warning sign. It's an indicator. It detects negativity and bad juju and danger around us to protect us. But there's also a shadow side to fear. There are many forms of fear. There's thousands of forms of fears. Recognize what your fears are. Recognize how they've, how they've um, infiltrated in your life. Because fears will keep you stagnant, will keep you stuck, will keep you paralyzed. And the shadow side of fears is it's there to steal, kill, and destroy. To keep you out of the life that you came here to live. To talk you into misery. To keep you suffering. To not have you go for what you're here for. Remember, there's a risk to everything. There's a risk to doing nothing. There's a risk to doing everything. So what are you willing to risk? And then ask yourself... What do you want your legacy to be? Do you want your legacy to be how fear cheated you out of the life you came here for? Do you want your legacy to be how you overcame your fears? Do you want your legacy to be how you played small for your life? And now there's no right or wrong and there's no judgment from me whatever anyone resides with. It's about understanding you. What you do is not necessarily gonna affect me. Although we're all connected, I'm on my own path and everyone else is on theirs as well. But it's about understanding, do we want to be prisoners to our fear or do we want to be conquerors? So I'm going to leave this. Let's just vibe out. We've done so much work already. I'm proud of you all. You should be very proud of yourselves. This is not an easy task. But let's just realize that fear is not real. But what is real? Love is always real. So focus on love. Focus on gratitude. Be well. Take care. Let's just vibe it out. Until next time. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Right there.